This episode is sponsored you by BetterHelp. Have you guys been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, going through a tough spot in a relationship, or you're just feeling down and want to talk to somebody. Well, the good news is that BetterHelp wants to help you today. You've heard Alex and myself preach on this show over and over again the importance of mental health, not only with professional athletes, but with you guys and ourselves. A couple years ago, I was going through a tough time in a relationship on top of being in the military, being away from family, and some other things. And I actually reached out to BetterHelp, and they took great care of me, you guys. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to help you. There are over 20,000 therapists that are in BetterHelp's network. So if maybe you don't fit right with one, then you can request a new therapist at no additional charge. Signing up is so easy. You just fill out a questionnaire to access your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I promise you guys, it is that quick. Then you schedule a secure video or phone session at your convenience in the comfort of your own home. Plus, you get unlimited messages with your therapist. Join the more than 2 million people that have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Look, you knew we weren't going to leave you guys high and dry. BetterHelp was kind enough to give our listeners 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash 216baseball. Again, that is betterhelp.com, the numbers 216baseball. Thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Guys, seriously, go take charge of your own mental health. And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex. My name's Paul. And if your favorite baseball team's going to the Bronx to beat the shit out of the Yankees, you're in the right spot. Let's go ahead and get into it. Hey, Alex, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm good. My life is a bit crazy right now. I am recording with my AirPods in the laundry guest laundry room of this Hyatt house that we're staying at here in Chicago. I'm doing laundry. And so if it sounds like someone has the squirts in the background, it's the laundry machine, not me. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Well, That's we tried convenient. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we had Mexican food last night, but they don't need to know that. <laughs> but no, dude, it's been crazy. I mean, <laughs> bro, we swept the wild card series. <laughs> what? Did you ever have any doubts? No, I said the Rays didn't move me. Uh, I mean, their pitching showed up, but we just pitched better, which was kind of our prediction. I mean, it was yeah. an easy one. I'm not going to act like Nostradamus or anything, you know, uh, but guess in the future. But I mean... Our pitching, I mean, just out of body experience. And yeah, Shane Bieber was circa twenty twenty. Shane Bieber. Yeah, I mean Mickey Mouse, honestly, Cy Young. So um, I think we saw that on full display on Friday. Actually, I hope all those people are at church today because, <laughs> as I've told him, they need to find God and learn ball. I mean, just insane what he did. But I cannot yeah. believe. I wish I could be louder, but I don't want to scream and it's hard to regulate, but I just cannot believe that we swept the wild card series. I mean, like 
we know what this team is about, but for them, for it, for us to like prove it to ourselves, you know, yeah. we didn't need to prove it, but it just shows like, this is not a fluke. This team has, we know they got that dog in them, but like this team shows up. I mean, it's yeah. just, I feel like it says so much and now the kids are just going to have more confidence and it's going to be tough as hell to play in the Bronx. I'm not going to pretend like that's some easy feat, but even if we get bounced next round, even though we're going to win the world series, just pr- getting it out of the way. Cause we've lost what the last two playoff series, three, three, yeah. the last three playoff series, 2017 first round, 2018 first round, 2020 first 20. round of the Yankees. So to just get that out of the way, like get it all, you know, shake it off. Like, let's, we can win series. We can do this is huge. And dude, I can't believe it. Like, let's I know go. Dog, we're going to the ALDS. Even if we get swept, it doesn't matter. Like does not matter. Like I am. I think that right now, obviously our record against the Yankees is one in five this year. Um, so not a good track record against them. But we're a different ball club than we were when we faced them at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that was our origin it, story with the Miles Straw incident and everything. Yeah, that was we. And then we played them at home. We took a game and then lost both of the games in the doubleheader that we played against them. But that was both both of those game or both of those series were before the All Star break. And you know Tito teams. Post-All-Star break is when the season starts, baby. Not not only that, just we're a completely different baseball club than we were before the All-Star break. Dude, we're feeling ourselves. We are feeling ourselves right now. Like, like obviously, game – well, I guess we'll go chronologically before we get into it. Shane Bieber, game one, what was a – a two-one two, win, two, the fastest playoff game played in the last twenty. It was like years what two hours and seventeen minutes? I think thirteen is what I saw. But everybody like, oh, Mickey Mouse, Cy Young, all this. How about dropping off seven and two thirds of one run ball, three hits, one walk, and eight strikeout? Fine, yeah. get better. And that me. one, and that one run was a solo shot. To and the only reason, and the only reason he didn't go a full eight was because Jose Siri was coming up to face him the third time for a third time. So Tito pulled him and he had two um, loud outs against him. His first at bat, he almost got one out and I yeah. think the wind beat it down. And then I can't remember the second one, uh, but I believe he had a hard fly out and then he got him And like, yeah. it, anybody can hit a solo shot. In it. I mean, the Miles straw first home run this year in the AL, you know, probably in the world series is when Miles straw hit it. It's going to be chills. Yeah. Um, and then uh so down one nothing. Um and then Jose the two run shot to put Bottom us up. The same inning of the same yep. inning. Put us right back up. Um Bieber comes out after it with, with two outs in the seventh, and Classe gets the four out save. Which uh, I fucking love so much. Just such go for a, the kill. Yep. Get get win game one because now all you gotta do is win another one and um came out for the four out save and my favorite thing about it is we saved the bullpen because you know you never know what's going to happen in playoff baseball save all your (laughs) arms because obviously we know class a can pitch back-to-back days he only pitched i think it was four outs and 11 pitches yeah and uh so efficient it's so stupid and so four outs 11 pitches um and Which, which 
yeah, that's like, and then to come back and then win that game, vibes are immaculate, and then play what was it, fifteen innings? Which you you set it up when you said you never know what's going to happen in playoff baseball. And I mean, literally the next game, fifteen innings went from a two-hour, thirteen-minutes game to five uh, hours, to five hours yeah. of of baseball. You went through everyone in your bullpen besides Kirk McCarty and Zach Plesac, um, which came in huge. Jose had two incredible plays on defense, falling to the in foul territory with Josh Naylor making phenomenal picks. Which I listened to both of those plays. Um, Because I didn't watch any of the game. I listened to a decent bit, but uh, I had a game uh, yesterday uh, with my kids. And um, so I wasn't able to, I I was able to kind of keep track on my phone between innings and stuff, but I wasn't able to watch. Yeah. So, uh, but T-Mac seemed like he had a good outing. It was a, it, it was a pitching masterclass. This whole series was a pitching masterclass, which that's what we figured was going to happen against Tampa Bay and us. Cause we're both predominant. We, we rely on our pitching and defense uh, to kind of carry us through games. And uh, yeah, T-Max seemed like he shoved. Obviously yeah, he everyone, at the, it, it was nothing, nothing going into the 15th. So obviously good defense, excuse me. And uh, even better pitching. And that was the uh, – oh, I thought I saved something about it. Did I not save it? I saw something – I thought I saved a screenshot that it's the only postseason game in history to not have a run scored after the 13th inning, I think. It's, so that is the – it is the first game in postseason history to go not, to be nothing-nothing going into the 14th, yeah. Into the 14th, yeah, got it, okay. Which is, I mean, crazy. But yeah, no, I watched, so it's been crazy. So when we left on Friday to go to Chicago, I got to watch the first, because that game moves so fast, right? That I watched probably the first on and off three or four innings. I didn't think I was going to get to watch any, but we they didn't let us have an early check-in. So we ended up not, um, so I ended up getting to listen to some in the car because uh, I had to go run an errand, come back, and it was on the TV, but we were trying to get out the door. And then I listened to the remainder of it, and people on I think it's, what is it, is it 65 North? I don't know. I can't think of it. It doesn't matter. But they thought there, I was insane in the car. When Jose <laughs> the run, I was just like punching and like doing everything I could. And Everett was sleeping in the back and Taylor was on the phone with her sister. And then as soon as she got off the phone, even though, I mean, she cares, but, you know, doesn't really that much. Uh, and I was like, Jose got a home run. She's like, I, I, I could tell something happened because yeah. you were losing your mind. I'm just like, so- fuck it, God. That game, uh, so like I, I worked from zero six to fourteen, so six in the morning until two in the afternoon, and uh, my my the people I turn over with came in, and I was like, I can't leave in the seventh inning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I stayed and watched the rest of it, and uh, yeah, which probably wasn't that, very long. No, <laughs> um, probably like ten minutes, and the game was over. Yeah. And uh, so it was a great game. That game was yeah. so much fun to watch. I love yesterday's game was kind of hard to listen to because it was we did something that's not very Cleveland Guardians baseball, which is strike out a lot. But um, yeah. watching a lot of strikeouts, yeah, 
listening to a lot of strikeouts is tough, but watching a game where there's a lot of strikeouts and good defense, it's it's that's fun for me to watch, but listening to it's kind of tough. Um, 19 strikeouts, and we struck them out 20 times yesterday. Yeah. So, like, that, that's the most we've struck out all year. Yeah, well, it's also fifteen innings. Yeah, right? I mean, but even even through nine, I feel like we were up there a decent bit. Yeah. I, hey, um, props but, to both McClanahan and Glass. Now, I was uh, wrong on that. I mean, I wanted to be. I wanted to. I was hoping, right, that they would struggle, but no, they mowed no. us down. And the mowing us down. But at the end of the day, all that matters is a W. Like we yeah. we have we we're moving on to New York. Um, Austin Hedges is undefeated in post game celebrations. Yeah, I the, so there's a there's a picture of him on the field shirtless smoking a cigar. I'm going to get that framed. That's inject that picture into my fucking veins. It um sorry the washer's making some interesting noises. So I was trying to mute. Uh, yeah. It has some demons it's got to get out or something. I don't know. It's kind of scared me a little bit. Um, Speaking of speaking of scary, so yesterday uh, we had a kid in center field, um, and he was playing pretty deep, and I was trying to get him to move in. So I was like Chase, and I yelled his name, and you see him in center field, and you see him like (laughs) (laughs) me. Me? I was like, I was like, give me like seven steps in, bud. But as soon as I said his name, he kind of like jumped, um, which Chase, like the dude's a dog. So he caught the first two innings and he just got abused back there. He took a foul ball off the hip. Um, the Like he caught a ball, but it came off the mitt weird and like pulled his thumb back. Uh, and I was like, hey, you want us to bring you out? Like I can get someone else to catch, bud. And he's like, no, I want to finish this inning. Dog. He's a yeah. dog. Chase, but then, so yesterday we lost because we played very sloppy baseball and uh, Chase for the last out struck out and he gets out and slams his helmet down. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to have a talk with him. And I was like, hey, we don't fucking do that. Get in the dugout. Like, that's not how we play. Um, And then afterwards I talked to him and I was like, look, I get it. I was the same way when I was your age. I was emotional. You feel like you let everyone down, but we we lose how we win. And that's what class. And, uh, but... It's, but Chase is a dog. But getting back to the Guardians because that's what you guys are here for, not for my thirteen uh, U intermediate fall ball team. <laughs> but no, that someone um, I think her name is Meg on Twitter, and uh, she's always posting different stuff when involved on Guardians Twitter. And she posted it like with the black and white kind of like album, like she albumized yeah. that picture. And put the parental advisory sticker. I'm like, this is fucking gas. I'm yeah, so the Austin Hedges is undefeated. I want to know who was carrying the water bucket when Oscar Gonzalez was crossing home plate. I don't or the cooler. Did you see that? I yeah, I did. Where he's trying to go to dump water on him, and then he drops the cooler, and I'm like, oh no, bud. Like, I like the idea. I like the effort. It's there, but execution, nah. Well, it might have been T Mac. Remember, he did that earlier this year. I, I, so I, I thought it was T Mac, right? But like whoever it was had their hood up, uh, like a little bit, and I like you can't tell all the way. Like I haven't gone back and looked at it again, and like slowed it down and saw who it was. But I didn't want to say it was T Mac. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, holding them, the Rays to three hits in game one. Um, and then, then what? Five hits in game two? Four uh, or five? Uh, it was, yeah, five. Come on. Uh, six hits. In six hits in, in 16 innings or 15, yeah, 15 I mean, innings, which isn't that like that's not wild. You know what I mean? So eight hits between two games, pretty almost three games worth of baseball. And they you only gave up eight hits, and that that's uh, that just goes to prove how good our pitching staff is. In twenty four innings, we gave up one run, and uh, I was like, "That's crazy!" Not to be on my high horse that I'm always on, but you have to give credit to Luke Maley and Austin Hedges. Like, oh, absolutely. People in Game One were like, uh, "Why not pinch hit?" You know, Hedges and in the seventh or sixth, isn't that why, you know, you have them in? And I'm like, if Bieber's cooking, listen, if Be- we, we now have the lead. Don't, do not, cooking, do never, not that. Uh, here's the thing, never interrupt a pitcher's, and honestly, that's what I, I kind of blame yesterday's win on, because Corey Kluber came on out of the bullpen for the first time since 2013. It's not easy to change your routine as a pitcher. And he gave up that home run to Oscar Gonzalez in his second inning in there. And I don't want to blame that on Corey Kluber isn't the Corey Kluber that's won two Cy Youngs with us and carried us to a World Series. He still had a good year. He he did, but he's not the same pitcher that he was. He I, Father Time's gonna it, it, it's inevitable. You know, what I mean, everyone's bodies is gonna decay, and and Corey Kluber's not the same guy that he was. Um, still had a good year. But coming but, out of the pen, doing a role that you don't—I mean, that's brutal. Exactly. That—that's that. It's not something that's easy, and that just goes to prove how hard it is when you get thrown off of your routine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in that game, uh, Ahmed, who is supposed to be our lefty masher, two hits, which were like, oh man, if Ahmed Os- is going to be, you know, um, gonna uh, be Ahmed, we're Andres Jimenez shooter. went over. No, not in game one. He went one first. Oh, oh, I'm talking about game two, yeah. Yeah, but everybody except for Quan, Quan didn't even get on base, which was surprising in game one. But everyone except for Quan, Owen Miller, and Hedges uh, had a, a hit, which was nice. And then the big Jose thing. Um, but yeah, man, Beaver was just something. But then, yeah, moving completely on to game two now, getting the other one out of the way. Um, Quan, one walk. Uh, he was 0 for 5. Ahmed 0 for 5 with 3 strikeouts. Jose 0 for 5 with 2 strikeouts. And I'm not going to lie, he's still my GOAT. He absolutely is. He had some bad at-bats. He had a couple, dude, that like it was, he was pressing really hard. And that's going to happen. Sorry, he went 0 for uh, 6. Excuse me. Um, But it's going to happen. I realize that. But uh, not great at-bats. Naylor 1 for 6. and then OG, obviously, the home run. Jimenez, 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts. Holy shit, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Brennan, Andres Jimenez was struggling. Brennan with uh, a single. I think that was his second at-bat. That was earlier in the game. Which he, Imagine that. He gets called up third week of September, and now he's helping this, you know, getting on base. Yeah. Hedges, 0 for, I don't really care about that. And then Miller, pinch hit, 0 for Straw, 1 for 4 with a walk and a stolen base. Straw had some good at-bats. Um, and I can't remember if he stole a base. Uh, he had one hit in game one as well. So love to see that. Um, but dude, McKenzie, I watched. So this, like I said, this whole thing's been a cluster. So this game, we were waiting until, so I'm on central time. So this game started at 11.07. And at 12.30, her uh, 
sister and my brother-in-law were going to, they live on the North side. We're going to come and they didn't get here till 1250. So I ended up getting to watch, uh, through probably the sixth inning. We had just blown bases loaded. Nobody out, which killed me. That killed. I got yeah. inside. I blame my dad on that because as soon as that came up, he texted me, Jose, 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 Jose. And, uh, I think he jinxed it. Yeah. Um, and then we walked out the door, but we were driving not far away and I was able to listen to it. And then, uh, the game just kept going on and then we were at lunch and I tried asking, it was like this burger place that was like a single location, which you love that, you know, in like the middle of a little city or, or a town and you're like, give me the good burger place that looks cool kind of not sports bar but you know what i'm talking yeah. about the kind of place and uh so they had all these tvs and all this college football was on but like nobody's watching it so i'm like hey can you put on the guardians race game because it's on my phone and at that point it was the ninth inning it goes into the or sorry it went to the 10th and i'm like okay at least i'm at lunch i'll get to watch the outcome of this game we did not get to watch the outcome of this game. <laughs> and, and they never ended up putting it on the thing. The ladies, it took her like 20 minutes. And then the guy at the bar tried. He flipped it on. And then he kind of looked at me from across the room. And I was going to be like, yeah, you got it. And then he flipped it back on me. And I'm like, bruh. You're like, oh, I'm going to flip something for you. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, no tip. No fucking tip. Today. <laughs> Taylor looked at me like, Alex. I was like, I'm just kidding. And then I side eyed her. And I'm like, what do you want me to fucking do? <laughs> I actually, this is going to make me sound like a, I did that the other day, but it was literally the worst service I've ever had in my entire life where like the girl, the, so they like, Hey, what do you want to drink? Like didn't say, Hey, what can I get you to drink? He said, the girl came up to me and said, what do you want to drink? I was like, can I just get a glass of water? And she kind of like, yeah, okay. And like walks away and brings back a glass of water. Doesn't say anything. Walks away, comes back. 20 minutes later to ask us what do we want to eat yeah and i'm yeah. like and then so we're sitting there and i was like you know what i'm gonna get some cheesecake right yeah i'm done with my food and the person i'm with is done with their food another 20 minutes go by after we eat Damn, until she comes in, i'm like you know what i feel like such a piece of shit but like the worst service i had in mind like i i like she comes and she just like doesn't like set the check down, but kind of just like tosses it on the table and walks away. Ooh. I was like, I get you might be having a bad day, but this is like your place of work, and this is what yeah. you do for a living. Like, so I kind of felt like a piece of shit, but like tips aren't required. It's you to ensure proper service. Yeah, like it's. If it was that bad, dude, I trust you. You're a generous dude. I did tip her. Don't worry. I did tip her, everybody. But uh, Oh, yeah. But He's not then, as much of a piece of shit as I am. So then we leave, and it sucks because we're, we're trying to figure out where we want to live. So we're walking around this area, and it's beautiful. It's so nice. We're all enjoying it. We're all together. And I have the stroller, and I can't, like, I can't not. So I'm, like, watching it on the MLB rap thing, and then it's on ESPN. So I'm, like, switching in between the two, and then we'll walk in a store, and I'm like, I'm paying attention, but I'm like trying to watch my phone. I watched like literally on and off all of it until the probably 13th inning. I'm listening to the game and or 14th. And then we go to this apartment complex because we're trying to figure out rent a house or just uh, or just rent an apartment for like a year. Just get up here, get our, you know, settled and then buy a house like a year later or whatever. 
just kind of get up here. So we randomly are like, you know, this place looks nice. Let's just go tour it. During the tour, I can't really check out my phone much, but I'm like trying to kind of look in between the ladies, like scanning my ID before she gives us the tour. So I like pull up my phone really fast. I'm like, okay. We're walking up finally to the tour of this three bedroom place. I pull out my phone and I see that it's first and third raised with one out. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. Or sorry, that's when we're leaving the tour. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. So I walk out and I have to drive and. I, uh, or sorry, no, that was the beginning of the tour because then we walk out and we immediately walk across the parking lot. I'm talking to Taylor about our opinions on it and all that. And then we get to the car, uh, cause my brother-in-law was watching Everett cause he was sleeping in the car. And as soon as we get there, I'm like, okay, everything's good. We're done talking to the leasing lady. I pull out my phone. Actually, my friend Kyle texted me who lives in the pineapple under the sea. And I was like, oh shit, something happened. And I pull out my phone and I see like the the, uh, the MLB thing says Oscar Gonzalez hits a solo home run and I'm like, but yeah, dude, the, watch damn near the vibes in that place when he hit that had to have been, Mwah. dude. It Ooh. is time to talk about Oscar Gonzalez. That it motherfucker pimped to, this thing. As soon as he fucking hit that ball, he as soon as he like he finished his swing, the camera, oh my god, the stankest look I've ever seen. He was kind of like, get the fuck off my bat ball. Yeah. And then he just gave it that dirty bat flip, and then he always between second and third hits a jump shot. Yeah. He the deepest jump shot ever. And he took like he didn't only hit a jump shot, he hit a step back jump shot. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, and then oh. you did the like the little like step thing where you put yeah. your hand down like Shh. I was like ah. but when he hit that ball talking baseball tweeted it out and it had the best caption he's like Oscar Gonzalez hit that ball like it said something about his mother <laughs> and, he, and honestly he did when he hit I mean the second he finished his follow through he just dropped he just was like just stankest look like get the fuck off my back so ball. I got home around the was she the middle of the 14th, mm-hmm. the middle of the 14th. And uh, so I came in, I was getting like my stuff situated. Um, and I, I was sitting there talking to my roommate and I feel my phone go off my pocket. And I'm like, oh, no, because I'm not going to lie. I was a little demoralized because I was like, we're just striking out so much and we're not a home run team. Like we Nobody haven't got been. anything going. And that's a, a like crazy go, stat real fast. His home run was the only extra base hit of the game. Yeah. 15 innings. That's crazy, and I I, I felt because we weren't playing Guardians baseball where we walk and we hit singles and like we first to third like we weren't doing that. So I was like I I don't have a great feeling about it. Feel my phone go off and I'm just like oh no, and I pull it out and it says Oscar Gonzalez and I was like, and I'm like sitting there like looking through every social media I have for a video of it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, like, refreshing the MLB app, nothing. Scrolling through Twitter, nothing. Instagram, nothing. I'm like, like, scratching like y'all got I, that video? I, I need to see, like, how he hit it, how far he hit it, where he hit it. I need to see the celebration. I need yeah. to see Josh Naylor probably punching an umpire because he's so excited. <laughs> like, I, 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 I need to, because I was, I'm not going to, I hate losing, right? So yeah. when we lost, like, when my Little League team lost yesterday, I was crushed. Like, I hate losing. Yeah. And I was like, I saw it. I was like, I need some sort of 
excitement. I need something to lift me back up. And I finally saw the video and I was like, oh, this was everything I wanted plus some. Yeah. Oh, I just love that he did it. I mean, I wish he would have walked there instead. Mm. Uh, that would have been a lot better. But uh, no, that's just me uh, being an asshole. But he learned how to lift the ball. He really started getting into that. Yeah. Just, listen, I get it. Decent strikeout rate, whiff rate. But he, here's what I loved about him. Not only did he have the crazy, what did he hit, 48 home runs and his trailing 162, I think, was the stat. And the reason why I like this, like, he has a weird profile that usually doesn't fit in the MLB. I agree. Low OBP, almost all based on contact and a lot of power. But when you can hit almost 300, like, in AAA over an extended amount of time and hit that many home, like, there's, I will buy into that. Like, I get it. The OBP is low, but I still don't understand why so many people were hesitant because it's like you hit for average, you scald for the baseball, and your OBP I probably isn't going to change a ton when you come up to the majors. You're probably going to regress even, right? Because you know it's the big leagues, but like you don't accidentally. It's not like a guy who hits two fifteen in the minors and hits forty home runs. That I get. You're like, dude, you got to make contact. You know what I mean? But if you can hit 289, I think he hit 298 and is trailing 162 and 48 home runs. Dude, that's not a fluke. Like, there's yeah. something to work with there. The dude is a dot for him to hit the walk off to send us to the ALDS. And that's the first time that we've clinched a playoff series at home since 1997. Damn. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it was uh, that game was nuts. Um, and what's even crazier is he was almost a free agent in 20... he chose 2021, probably because he was. I think it was before that. Yeah, I can't remember, but he was technically. Um, he, I can't remember how the transaction works. Sorry. But he had the ability to sign with any other team. I think he cleared – it's not Rule 5. Yeah, I think it was Rule 5. I think he was put up but undrafted, which then makes you maybe an unrestricted – or no, because you would get the team would get to keep him. I don't remember why, but for some reason he, he had, hit free agency. Yeah, he hit free – that's what it was. He hit free agency. Sorry, I'm overthinking it. And could have signed with anyone and still chose to – like you just think about that. And it's yeah. Like, and then so there was a in a, in a post-game interview jose's sitting there talking to somebody and ahmed keeps like trying to get him in like an ig live or something and he's like bro get the hell out of here bro like <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the they're best friends and yeah oh yeah he was just that. messing with them oh yeah no, no no i know i'm just saying you and i would do that same shit to each other oh yeah like, and uh I don't know. This team's so much fun, and we've talked about it before. No one expected us to be here, including you and I. Um, And not only did – the only people I expected to be there was this ball club, and they've proved everyone wrong. And now I was watching, actually, uh, uh, it's a a baseball account I follow on Instagram. I wish I fucking remember who it was because I follow like 70 of them. Um, But they were talking about how – one of these one of these te- like one of these teams in the ALDS that's an underdog is going to end up winning and they're like I see the Yankees losing I was like fucking 
God, I'm about to bust so hard. <laughs> Jesus. Because it, it, it goes back to like the traditional two games in New York, two games in Cleveland, and a game in New York, correct? Yep. Okay. 2-2-1. Two, two, yeah. 2-2-1. Two, two, because it's, it's a five-game series. 2-3-2 two, two for the CS and the World Series. Yeah. Um, going to New York in the beginning where all that stuff happened earlier this year, this team's going to, I'm telling you right now, we're going to watch this Yankees series. And this, I think this team is going to ascend to a new level. I think they're going to play with an even bigger chip on their shoulder because they are in the Bronx where all, where where the situation happened earlier this year. And I think that's going to do nothing but fuel them. Cause there's, there's guys on this team that weren't there when that happened, but they know what happened. And there are still guys that are on this team that were there when it happened. And I I think Straw's going to play with the fuel. He's gonna he's probably gonna talk shit to fans. Um I mean Quan was there when it happened because he was the one with how the situation started. Uh like uh, Josh Naylor's talking shit to fans at the, like on the on the base like on the third baseline or whatever. I, I truly think that this team's going to ascend to a new level and play with an even bigger chip on their shoulder. And if we can pitch how we have been pitching for the past, we'll say third of the season, um, and how we pitched in this series against Tampa Bay, which New York's lineup is, they, they have a better offense. That's you, you. There's no question about that than us and Tampa Bay. So I think our pitching is going to see a, a tougher matchup, obviously, and they're going to get tested um, with Aaron Judge, who had an unbelievable year, obviously. Uh Giancarlo Stanton, um a very potent offense. They're gonna we're gonna get tested. And I think that uh if if our pitching can hold up like how it has, I think our offense I think our bats are gonna come around and I think we're going to play to a whole new level that we haven't even seen this year. Yeah, it's in a spin cycle and it's loud as shit, so I'm gonna let you keep talking because I don't know how much you can hear it, but it's so loud. <laughs> it's not that bad. All right. Well, I'll just say uh, real quick, Beck Meisel, it was when, probably about uh, 15 minutes ago, Guardian Yankees game times, if the Mets win tonight, 6.38 on Tuesday, 7.37 for Thursday. If the Padres win tonight in advance, 7.37 start on Tuesday and Thursday. So, okay. it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I mean, we're obviously we're going to get primetime ball when we're playing the Yankees. You know what I mean? That, that I think that was a given that the Yankees are going to get the primetime spot. Um, playoff baseball. How, I like, I, like, I, I don't know what else to say. It's October baseball. Listen to Hammy's call. The Oscar Gonzalez home run was chills. Like it, Hammy always says you're going to have an October to remember when we make the playoffs. And, and and if you care about this team at all, this is going to be an October. This feels obviously 2016 was what is a special moment in Cleveland sports history, not only just for the guardians, but obviously the Cavs did what they did in 2016. Um, This feels different. Like if, no, if it, it has it, that vibes. And and it it kind of it kind of feels like 2016 in a way where like no one expected us to be there, no one expected us to make a push, and and 
we're we're doing the damn thing like we're playing our brand of baseball and it's carried us to the alds how like that's fucking no one else is playing the type of baseball we are not even tampa bay tampa bay does like they play kind of the same but not not nearly as much small ball as we are offensively like they have the same kind of mindset as like pitching first everything else will catch up but we're like the small ball we're playing no one else plays that type of baseball and it's carried us to the alds when when no one thought we were like all the beef that not only guardians twitter has had with the al central like other teams the al central this year but us specifically um people call the al central weak division which it it is compared to other divisions but guess what we we're still in the damn thing you know what i mean we still won 92 games that's not like you, you yes we play in a softer division but you don't stumble upon 92 wins you know who else had 92 wins the toronto blue jays and where are they home yeah you know and and, and toronto people were saying it they were world series contenders going into the year vlad jr said last year was the trailer this year you're gonna see the full movie you got bouncing uh, you got bouncing uh, the world wild card dude like we put the same number of wins on the field as the toronto blue jays that's a fact you know what else effect? We won the wild card series, and we're going to the ALDS against the Yankees. We also had the third or fourth best record in all of baseball against teams above five hundred. That tells you what a team is made of. Yeah, like that's and and there there's a scary team is a team that's put with their backs against the wall because they have nowhere else to go. The only way to go is forward through somebody. Yeah. And that somebody's going to be the Yankees, dude. We got all the we got all the vibes, which you know I'm big on. And the Yankees haven't sat that long, but they've still sat Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They've sat five days. We played Tuesday, yeah, yeah. So they've sat five days, and oh yeah. In the meantime, it's not like we've been sitting on our thumbs. We won two games, and the vibes are crazy. All the a walk off in the fifteenth. It's and we've talked about this numerous of time, like numbers of times. It doesn't matter who you play in the playoffs. You're it's a brand new season. A hot team in in the playoffs doesn't matter if you're a wild card team, a division winner, have the best record in baseball. A hot team can make a far push. Yep. And right now, they're the. I can't imagine a team feeling better and feeling more hot than the Guardians right now. You you won a division you weren't supposed to win. By you, beat, <laughs> you beat out the Twins and the White Sox, who have been talking shit, and you you specifically do not like the Whites, and you beat them out by 11 games. Then you punched them in the mouth. The and then you, yeah, and then you go, you, you end up clinching a, a wild card series at home. And then you sweep the Tampa Bay Rays, who a lot of people had the Rays beating us. And not only did you beat them, you beat them at your at their own game with dominant pitching, good defense. You you we only scored by hitting home runs, which isn't like us. But it doesn't matter because we won. And we're here. And we're staying here and we're going to be a problem and we're going to pester teams and we're going to play small ball and we're going to do what we do. It's going to happen. 
These guys are professional baseball players for a reason. They're in the big leagues for a reason. And they've been doing it all year. We've seen these kids get called up and make an impact from the get-go. Steven Kwan has been here on the opening day roster and has put up numbers since he got up here. He's going to get Rookie of the Year votes. In my opinion, he should win Rookie of the Year. He's going to get Golden Glove votes and probably win one. Miles Straw, yeah. he he got here last year, right? And, and he was he he's been a big leaguer for I think this is what his third year up here, like not full year, but I think this is his third. He's and and I think it's longer than that because he's. He's had some weird, like, on and off where he played, like, half a season, 10 games, and then he went back okay. down. But regardless, so, but this is his first full season. Yeah. Or it, second, second. Last year was his But, like, you have Miles Straw, who's – this is – he's a savage. He's probably going to get gold glove votes. Then you have Oscar Gonzalez, who is a spark plug, in the not only in the lineup, but – in the clubhouse. Then you have Jose Ramirez, who is Jose best. One of the best players in all of baseball is third. I found they, they were talking about this on and in, in game one. He has third and F war since 2016. There's only two people above wow. him, Mike Trout and Mookie Betts. And then it's yeah. Jose Ramirez. I wrote an article about this in the office. Jose is Remember? Jose is Jose for a reason. Yeah. Um, then Ahmed, leader in the clubhouse, and and we we've obviously talked about Ahmed uh, on this podcast, and we we've said what we said. But Ahmed is a crucial part about this team right now. He's a leader, and he's helped these young kids come up and perform. Then you have Andre Jimenez, who is going to win a Gold Glove. I think it's inevitable at this point. Um, I don't see anyone else beating him out at second base, and I, I think he might get Platinum Glove votes. And um. The, the Andres, obviously he's slumping right now, but he's still a guy. Then you have Josh Naylor at first base, who is a literal psychopath and is the definition of a spark plug. He he could go to any team and be and and take them to a new level just with how much passion he plays with. Then you have our whole pitching staff, who led by Shane Bieber, who we saw put a Cy Young performance up against the playoff team. T-Mac, we saw, put up a good performance yesterday against a playoff team. Then you have Cal, who we know who can do it. And then you have um, Zach Plesak out in the, out in the um, bullpen. Uh, and then you have that depth in the bullpen and the best closer in baseball with Emmanuel Classe. James Karinczak, who can come in in high leverage spots in the 7th, 8th inning, or even close if you need him to. And, and then you have in my opinion, the best catchers in managing a pitching staff and managing a game behind the plate. Luke Maley's been doing it forever. Austin Hedges. I don't know if there's anyone better than ma- at managing a pitching staff. I- obviously, I'm biased, and I don't really – I watch a lot of catchers, but we don't get to see them manage teams like we do with Austin Hedges, obviously. But he's one, one of the best – in the in in baseball with it, like obviously there's the offensive stuff and everything, but this team fucks so hard. Yes, it's like so hard. I, I kind of just went on a rant, but like we have the pieces, and we have these pieces for a while. Like Jose signed that big extension, Quan rookie, Miles Straw signed an extension, OG rookie. Ahmed, who knows what's going to happen, but we have depth 
in the minors at middle infield. Andres Jimenez, this is his first full year. Josh Naylor, I honestly don't know how much is on his contract, but I don't see him going anywhere else, especially with Bo Naylor getting called up. He's going to want to play with his brother. I don't. I think that even if he hits free agency, I think he's going to stay with Cleveland just because his brother's there. Austin Hedges, who's going to mold and shape Bo Naylor into what he needs to do to manage a pitching staff and help and be a leader of a ball club. And then we have, excuse me, my, uh, I'm, I've been talking a lot, so my mouth's kind of dry. Uh, and then we have one of the best pitching staffs in baseball who just goes out and shoves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you had a lot of energy there. I love it, um, which is fine because I put the clothes in the dryer, and I'm pretty sure I just killed a demon. Uh, I don't really <laughs> – I wish you guys could have heard it. It was – I thought maybe there was a small animal in the dryer. I got really scared. <laughs> so it was good that you got all pumped up. But, no, I mean, this team fucks. But uh, this – yeah, I believe in this team. And you're right, hedges, the game calling, and uh, everybody just knows their – knows their place and knows their part and it's just a cog in the machine. And listen, I'm scared of the Yankees. I'm not going to sit here and pretend, but you know, New York is the hardest place to play. I bet you Yankee, I would say Yankee Stadium is probably the hardest place to play in baseball. Very hostile. We already have some stuff there, but this is a completely different team. Um, we, you know, Cal probably pitch game one that judge and, and Stanton, carry that offense uh torres glaber torres has had a better year and they got some other guys that contribute but the yankees without judge on it are kind of cheeks offensively low-key cal gives up a ton of contact which i don't love in that stadium you know with a lot of hard contact um we're gonna have to score runs i mean the rays have an incredible pitching staff but we still only scored three runs you know what i mean and so we've got to keep the off we got to get the offense going but I mean, I still like our chances. I, we're not going to roll over and die. I, don't I, really I think just, that. I think in this one. series again. I think in this series against the Yankees, I think that we're going to see the offense come alive more, specifically because we play small ball. We play. We're going to get on the base pass. We're going to steal a bag. We're going to go first to third. We're going to get contact in, and Tampa Bay's pitching is better than New York's. New York, they give up more. I I haven't looked at the stats, but just off of feel, I feel like New York gives up more hits than Tampa Bay does, and and, and on the year and in a, in a game. Um, but that's just going off of like my brain, which isn't very great. Um, so I don't have any stats in front of me, so I could be completely wrong. But I feel like we're gonna we're gonna hit the ball off of New York pitching more, and I feel like we're going to play our brand of baseball and. We're going to play the small ball and we're going to we're going to get players on them. We're going to bunt them over or we're going to get players on. and They're going to steal second and we're going to put pressure on Jose Trevino, which I like a lot. And and but we're going to put pressure on them. And I think that we're, we're going to be able to play our game more and deep flyouts in progressive field are home runs in Yankee Stadium. Yep. That's I, I think about. we're. Yeah. And, and we're playing a very potent offense. Pitch until he's back at home. I don't want to see T Mac pitch in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I I, I think you, I think you go Cal Bieber T Mac. Yeah, they were talking about Bieber on short rest. There's no reason Cal's earned it. Let Cal start. 
Oh yeah, Cal. Cal, we know who Cal is. We know Cal can do it. Um, it's exciting. At the end of the day, no matter what happens in this ALDS, no matter what happens, we made it to October baseball, and we won a series in October baseball when no one thought we were going to. Yeah. With, I mean, I was just looking at their pitching because usually I'd be way more familiar, but I'm really not this year. So Garrett Cole, we all know, obviously. He had a 3-5 yeah. ERA. Um, he had a 3-5 ERA, a 3-4-7 FIP, but his expected FIP was 2-7-8. So it looks like his defense let him down. Um, but, I mean, it's Garrett Cole. I mean, he's an ace. You know what can happen. Jamison Tyone is their second pitcher. Um, 3-9-1 ERA. And, you know, so... Aroldis Chapman, who's a Guardians or Cleveland baseball killer, and isn't the same Aroldis Chapman that everyone's no, he's, learned he's to know and cold. hate. Uh, he's not even on the roster. No, the tweet came out today that he just didn't show up to practice. Uh, he didn't show up to a workout and had a bullshit excuse, and Aaron Boone was like, yeah, fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, you suck this year anyway. He's fucking cooked. But what's nice is they don't have – I don't know – I know the relievers better than their starters this year for some reason. Um, but they have Jameson Tyone. He's a righty. Garrett Cole's a righty. Nestor Cortez is a lefty. We know that we do not hit left-handed pitching well. And, and Nestor Cortez is, yeah. A dog. 2-4-4 four, four ERA. So that that's not great. But then once you get past their big three, they traded Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals, which was – the weirdest thing ever because he was a really solid like three or four yeah. for them just a dude that like every year just nothing fancy he's kind of like i would say jordan montgomery is a because i've always had him in my fantasy league as like a sleeper kind of guy that kind of goes under the radar he's not sexy but he puts up the stats i get him every year jordan montgomery is like a cal quantrill like he just you know what i mean you kind of underappreciate him but they traded him away so they have luis severino just came back from injury and i think he's starting um, and he had like a no hitter through seven in his final start this season. But we know he used to be in the ace, you know, before he had Tommy John a few years ago. But like, if it goes five, I mean, then they're going to have Garrett Cole go again. But I mean, it's, it's beatable. It's not nearly as scary as nearly as scary as the Rays pitching. And then their bullpen, most of their guys have been injured this year, unfortunately, which you never want to see. Chad Green is one of their elite uh, bullpen guys. And he had Tommy John at the beginning of the year. He was in my fantasy league. And then they had, um, what was it, Michael King, I think. I think he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, Michael King had this breakout year for them in the pen. I mean, just godlike. He basically took over Chapman's role, and then he blew out his arm with like a month or two to go. So he's not in their pen. We talked about Araldis Chapman is washed, and oh, yeah, he's not even on the roster because he's – and dumbass. And so they have some other guys, John, Jonathan Lewisaga, uh, but their bullpen is nothing like ours. They traded for Scott Efros, who Taylor, my wife, went to school with. Fun fact, went to high school with him. He got traded from the Cubs earlier this year. I think that we put that in one of our, uh, one of our uh, episodes. But uh, Frankie Montas, I know that they traded for him, and he's injured right now. I mean – their thing is just avoid their offense. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what we got to be careful about. And our, with our, where our pitching is right now, I I'm confident that we can we can hold up against them. Our our pitching is good. I th- I think that we're like 
obviously Bieber's Bieber. Cal's going to get his. I mean, he's going to give up contact. The, the, I think what I want everyone to realize, and I want everyone to, I don't, because obviously we're going to be on Twitter. We're going to be talking about these these games as they're going. Um, they're going to score runs. The Yankees are going to score runs. They always do. They have one of the best, if not the best, offenses in baseball. They have the best power hitter. They have the best power hitter that we've seen in a long time in Aaron Judge. Yep. And one of the best baseball players of our generation. And it yep. might is probably going to win MVP this year. Um, they're going to score runs. I don't want to go onto Twitter and be like, "Oh, see, there goes our season." The Yankees, the Yankees hit four home runs. That it's it, you know what I mean? Like, it's that is it's not the way to look at this. It's, it's gonna happen. They're going to get theirs. They're they're at the spot that they're at now for a reason. They're a good ball club. Yeah. I'm not going to take that away from them. No one Aaron can take Judge. that away from them. Aaron Judge is a generational player, and as much as we want to beat up on the Yankees. They're gonna swing back. We're gonna get some hits in, but they're gonna they're gonna swing back. And that's and that's the beauty of baseball. No matter what happens, you have to go up there and you have to face a guy. You can't run the clock out. You can't take a knee. You can't dribble around. You have to get twenty seven outs. You you can't get around it. You you have to. It's just every every pitch. Every plate appearance, every inning, every game, you have to you have to perform. You can't you can't take a playoff ever. You can't take a pitch off ever. You have to be on twenty seven outs. Yep. Sometimes and, more than that. Yeah. Sometimes but, yeah. for forty five outs. I did do but, the math on yesterday. <laughs> but that that's that's the beauty of baseball, and we're we're gonna see it starting Tuesday. Well, here's the thing. Outside of Aaron Judge, their teams, outside of Aaron Judge and, and uh, Giancarlo Stanton, I mean, the rest of the team is kind of cheap. So Andrew Benatendi, since he got traded over, uh, he never really popped off. Like, I think he got going, even though he had a terrible start. And do you do not want to struggle in New York, as we all know. Harrison yeah. Bader, um, he just now is health, he's just now healthy. He's going to play one of the best center fields of baseball. Um, I mean, this whole outfield is actually better than us offensively. I don't say, or defensively. I don't say that lightly. Uh, Andrew Benintendi plays incredible defense. Although I put Quan over him. I think center field Bader and Straw is like a pick your poison. Harrison Bader is like as good as it it's gets. Six I mean, one ways, half other half dozen another. They're judge judge and rate is where the difference is because he plays Gold Glove and uh, that's where we have a light a little weakness. But I mean, it's fine. I just want to say defensively they're good. Josh Donaldson. Um, he can hit a home run here and there, but he's still washed. Isaiah, Isaiah Kiner Falefa is all defense, no offense. Uh, Glaber Torres has finally turned it around at second base. And then Anthony Rizzo is batting like 218, but he hit like 40 home runs or something. So you just got to be careful with that short porch because uh, he's a lefty. And then Jose Trevino and uh, has had a good offensive year and really busted out as their catcher. But Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton carry this team. And yeah. Aaron Judge carried – he had like a 1-1 OPS. He had 62 home runs. He set the all-time American League home run record. He carries this team. 
I don't care if you intentionally walk him every time. This like do not like don't worry about pitching to him at times. Sometimes you're gonna have to. Nobody on, but like people throw him meatballs. It's like make him get himself out. Or yeah, let him take the walks. Like you, we have a people. very we have like don't don't sleep on our like I'm not saying you are don't sleep on our defense. There's seven players behind you as a pitcher. Let your defense make plays. We have a good defense. Let him make plays. Well, um. Don't let him beat you because he will. Like it's not a maybe. He he will beat you. Yeah, like, it's gonna happen. And so don't let him do that. Um, but yeah, their bullpen not nearly as good as ours. Starting pitching, uh, I think I give us uh, the advantage on starting coin pitching. Flip, kind of us. You know, it's kind of a push. I'm not gonna lie. Bullpen's definitely us. Offense is them. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but not as much as you think. I mean, you can't take Aaron Judge out of the lineup because he's going to be in there and Giancarlo Stanton. But, like, he's a huge part of that. He's oh, yeah. a gigantic part of that success. This team can be beat. They can. And New York, my, the thing I worry most about is just how tough New York is to play in. But, yeah. if, God, if we win game one, it's over. Like, yeah. Like, you're going to have to like take Twitter away from me if we win game one. I'm going to say some foul stuff. <laughs> like, if we win game one, dude, I'm going to like fuck around and think like the championship series is already kind of in the books for us. <laughs> I will say, I I, I'm probably, I'm not going to say probably, I'm more scared of Houston than I am New York. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Houston is. It's like, you know, when you kind of look and you shake your head and you do the like, cut like around the it's like houston but you you can't think about houston right now you got to think about new york you got to think about that team in the bronx and you you can't you can't put the carriage in front of the horse as they say you 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 got to beat the yankees first and they are i mean and i just i will always take a hot team you ride the hot hand dude yeah you they sat that was atlanta that was atlanta all year last year they feel comfortable, you know, it's like, oh, the Guardians, whatever, you know, like, come on, at our house, we know what we did earlier, you've been sitting for five days, and you know what we've been out here, doing, we've been doing Winning. dog shit, the Winning. Last, yeah, doing, doing grown men shit, while you've been sitting on the couch, in Miami, not showing up to practice, so, Aaron Judge, Tito runs circles around him as a manager, uh, I'm not worried about you that. You mean Aaron Boone? Who did I say, Aaron Judge? I'm sorry, Aaron yeah. Boone. Aaron Boone. Uh, Terry Francona is the best manager in baseball. You can't change my mind. Yeah. He is outside of Shaw. He really does. uh, He really is damn near perfect for bullpen management. He knows just when to push the button, which, hey, shout out to all the relievers that got it done. Shout out to Sam Hentges. Hasn't gone three innings all year. Goes out there and says, Here's my big man, my big sweaty man meat. Why don't you lick on this a little bit? I'm going three shutty innings. I, I'm, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I wanted to see Sack please Sack out of the pen because I think he can be a damn good bullpen arm. He can, but it's kind of that—that's not the role that he's had, you know. Kind yeah. Of thing, so I worry about it a little bit, but I, I hear you loud and clear. But, but Sam Hench is dig deep, legacy adding three innings. Yeah. Some men's got. I wanted him. Hey, I wanted him DFA at the beginning of the year. I screamed for it. I won't. He is the biggest surprise. He is genuinely probably the biggest surprise on this entire team, even over Stephen Kwan. Like, it's crazy what Sam Hench. I mean, he was just cheeks and a half 
the second half of the year, he's been like one of the best relievers in baseball. I yeah. mean, it's just ungod. It's like he got that little bit of, it's like, guess we got their swagger back. Yeah. Like, Uh-oh, my like, summer body's here. Yeah. Ooh. What's that? Oh, I got to send you a picture. I got a, I got a new pair of shorts. Okay. Not going to lie to you, my ass looks phenomenal in them. Okay. (laughs) I forgot. So there was all these pictures of, you know, Austin Hedges shirtless and uh, in the clubhouse. And Zach Meisel quoted him and said, if not wearing a shirt means winning the World Series and continuing to have champagne parties, Austin Hedges said, I'll never wear a shirt again. Yeah. (laughs) I love him so much. Dude, these pants are tight. Yeah. Why are your ass looks <laughs> Why are your pants so tight? Uh, they're just a pair of shorts that uh, my roommate had that he's like, I'm planning on getting rid of these. And uh, I was like, oh, they might fit me. They're five-inch inseam uh, shorts. But my, my, my problem slider? is slider? slider's a fucking vibe, dude. Yeah, dude, slider in the, uh, the screenshot of the picture of who is that? Is that Sam Henches? It looks like given given slider beer and their champagne, and he's just like chug chug. chug. <laughs> just taking that champagne shower, baby. But no, those shorts, no offense, look like two sizes too small for you. <laughs> that was the joke. They do make my ass look great, though. They do. Yeah, but they couldn't even let your ass breathe. Your ass looked fatter than it. They were surprisingly very comfortable. Okay. I don't. The 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 waist straight trunk just slapped your (laughs) thighs. Yeah, the waistband's kind of it kind of has like a little bit of elastic in there, right? So they're 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 still comfy and they're they're very like freeing. Like there's a lot of movement. You know what I mean? Which we're all over the place because this was just an impromptu thing and get hyped because we won. The fuck. I can't lean into my mic and be louder. I keep going to do it and I forget I have AirPods in. But we swept the wild card round. So get bent. Yeah. Okay. With your homophobic pictures, get out of here. I ain't got time for that. Not me sitting on the couch. They did. They had the homophobic pictures that wouldn't yep. wear the, uh, the LGBTQIA+. Hat. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. Meanwhile, 216 Baseball Pod donated to the Trevor Project, the number one mental health organization for people in the LGBTQ plus community. One of our teams is going to the DS. I don't know. Are we the reason? Hard to say. Uh, love is love. No, I, but, uh, I did see I, that there was this – it was a verified gambling account from Canada. Yep, I took this. <laughs> they keep tagging us in shit. They'll tag us, and they tag, like, covering the corner um, at always uh, – who they they tag like the big accounts, you know, big I know. and they tag us and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? But it said there have been 13 series ending walk off home runs in MLB postseason history. Oscar Gonzalez is just the second rookie to ever do it. Don't know why they tagged us in it, but God bless them. Sure. Yeah, um, but it's just cool to be like in that conversation where they're like, oh, this is cool Guardians content. Let's tag 216 baseball. No, it is. We love you guys. Thanks for putting us uh, in that in that realm, even though, yeah, it's crazy. But, um, no, the thing I keep wanting to talk about, we're all over the place, is did you see, or I feel like you're going to have a strong opinion and you're the right baseball mind for this. Did you see and or hear have an opinion on Kevin Cash's kind of Bush League? I thought they were Bush League moves. Did, there was game one. There was a um, 
was it game one? Yeah, game one is the one where he had it reviewed whether Jose touched second base on the home run trot, even though he clearly did. Why would you even review? You get two reviews in the playoffs, not one. But like that's bush league. Like what he clearly so touched the I, what I what I will say is yes, it's bush league, but I understand it. If you have any question, but which. Your your team that looks at everything should have told you like no he stepped on it right that that's I get it it's it the playoffs is win or go home right you at that moment that was the winning run if you can take that away from a team go like go for it you know like it, it, yes it's bush league but I understand it. Yeah, I feel that way too, but it has to be said. It was Bush League. And yeah. then in the second game, he uh, 100% they lied about their pitcher having an injury. Oh, yeah. The guy was like getting blown up, and then he's like, oh, my, my finger. And he starts shaking it. And it's just like, listen, we never want anybody to get injured. We never. It was the clearest thing, like, bro, come on. He was not hurt. He, like, and that's where it's like with that rule, how do you. How do you um you know how do you umpire that and you really can't because it's subjective per se because you can't be like no you're not hurt you have to but it's like and again I get it but it's just bush it was a couple of bush league moves and I respect Kevin Cash he's a hell of a manager but uh, bush league like miss me with that Tito Francona would never he would never do either of those things oh yeah one hundred percent like that's just not how he plays. And I respect that. But I get it. I, I'm, I'm with you. I do get it. But Tito would never, ever, ever, ever. Tito's mantra is always like, we got baseball to play. Like, he never wants bad vibes. He never lets, we never throw at people. We never do any of that stuff. Because he doesn't want anything to distract from baseball. And you know what? That's a winning formula because he's going to be a Hall of Fame manager. And we're playing in the DS. So. I kind of wish we threw at people. No, I do too. Sometimes, like the White Sox, they deserved it. There's a couple times like we should have fucked around and beamed some. Yeah, of the White like Sox. the the game after the incident at Yankee Stadium. Like well, maybe not because it was their fans, not them. But yeah, I wish we threw at people more. It's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, you gotta be careful with it. But there are times where people deserve it if you do it the correct way. Oh, yeah. It has to be earned. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You can't just throw out people to throw out people. Like, you have to throw out people if they if they earn or deserve to get thrown at. But Tito's thing works. Just, like, focus on baseball, what you can control. The rest is noise. And we are not on our couches watching uh, other teams play. We are going to be playing in the division series. And I love it so much. And I wish I could scream louder here, but I don't think it would sound good. And I'm just still, in, I'm not in shock, but I, I'm not in shock. I'm just so pleased. Like it's surreal. It's like, dude, are you like, we swept, like we're just yeah. like, I ain't got time for this. Like give give a couple days off, go Quantrill, Beaver, and then get back home to McKenzie. I, I want T Mac at home. Although I don't think that game starts till Saturday, so a little bit of a rest for T Mac, right? Because that would be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they don't play till Saturday. So, but I don't know. 
T-Mac, I don't want him at that short porch. That's just not no. a recipe for success. He's feeling yeah. himself. I wish we could hold Cal Quantrill. I wish we could hold Cal until home because he literally has never lost at progressive fields. Well, <laughs> that, we that, that means that after T-Mac, Cal will play the second game at home. Yeah, Cal. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, he would line up for that Sunday start, which would be game four. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, so you're going to go Cal, Beaver. T-Mac, Cal. T-Mac, Cal. And then you could go Beaver again, right, Tuesday? Or yeah, have Thursday. Beaver pitch game five. No, you can't probably because he pitches Thursday because it's a day off. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days. Maybe like a Savali. Well, so think about it, right? Well, a lot of teams in the playoffs go with a three-man rotation. Yeah, that's true. He might have to step up. It, it, hey, listen to me. It's the playoffs. Game five, you're going to throw your ace. A winner go home game, you're throwing your ace. That's what we did with Kluber in 16. Yeah, that's true. You got to do what you got to do. But this team can win. They can. It's tough. Listen, this is going to be a lot tougher than the Rays, but it can be done. If you can split a Yankee Stadium and then get back, we, that's we, huge. We played New York when New York was hot. New York has cooled off a lot. Towards the end of the season, yep. They, um, well, actually, they were cold when that incident happened the first yeah. time we played them, and then they got hot off of us, which really sucked. But then, um, but yeah, I mean, it's playoff baseball. Literally, anything can happen. It's just don't let the don't let New York get to you. Just, I mean, that's a hostile place to play. But Jose loves batting in Yankee Stadium. That's like his, he has like crazy stats. I think he's yeah. got like a one OPS career at Yankee Stadium. Um, and we're going to need him. We need Quan to get on base. We need Ahmed to be, you know, peak Ahmed, not Valley Ahmed, because it's always peaks or Valley. Like if he's going to get on base two or three times um, and then have Jose, and, I mean, it, Straw doing his part at the bottom. So you're really getting that nine, that wraparound nine, one, two, you know, like. We can generate some runs, dude. I mean, that, that lineup is something. So, oh, dude. Are you going to be off for I'm, – I'm actually going to be at home, so I should be – I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday. I work Thursday morning, but they don't play Thursday, right? They play – Thursday. They play Thursday evening. So the, it's they, Tuesday off Tuesday, Wednesday? Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, huh. Monday. So I work I – work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, next week. But Damn. I get off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So Sweet. So Tuesday, we're definitely going to have to do a watch party then. Because you said you're off, right? Yes. You're, yeah. So Tuesday, as long as I make it home at a good time from... Uh, and then Thursday, I should... Be, I, I think I have a game on Thursday. We can figure this out later off air. But Tuesday, yeah. for sure, we can have a watch party. So anybody listening, in the episode description, you can check out our uh, website, which is going to have all our episodes, which you're obviously listening to. But it has a link to our Patreon and Patreon-exclusive episodes uh, and access to the watch party, which we said the last series, you know, life stuff happened that we couldn't be in there. But we wanted to get to the DS. Tuesday, we're going to have a watch party. Uh, We'll be in there. uh, and Come hang out with us. It's a Patreon-exclusive. Thank you to all our patrons that have already signed up. Um, and you can get to our merch store. There's playoff merch. We might, you might have to get in the lab and come up with a, 
Another I've, I've been, I think I've, I think I have something that I'm going to work on a, a very basic design, but, um, something I'm going to cook up for the, the ale, uh, the, the wild card win. I love that for. Oh, he's, he's having a coughing fit. I know. Cause I drink through all my drink at the beginning. I got a sinus infection, oh, TMI, but, um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, so you have a yeast infection. I have a sinus infection. Oh, okay. Let's say I had, did I actually say that? No. <laughs> okay. I was like, right. dude, I don't even know. I'm so tired. We've been running around. It's been crazy, but, um, yeah, check that out. And, uh, what's the merch store? The Discord, the Discord itself for the watch party is in there, so go check that out. This is very impromptu. You're just yeah. very, very raw. We're being very open with you guys, and but definitely. Let's go. Let's let's fucking go. It's playoff baseball, baby. Um, go ahead and leave a review. That that'd be huge. Uh, leave a review. You don't have to write anything. You can just just go ahead and give us five stars. Um. <laughs> and uh yeah you can find us wherever you get your podcasts uh apple spotify google um yeah this, you're already listening so you already know that but, but twitter I, instagram tiktok 216 baseball pod just uh we love you guys it's been a crazy ride over the past two years almost two, keep going yeah it's it's pumping content baby. this this uh I guess not to get sentimental, but doing this show has made me refall in love with, with baseball. Like I've always loved baseball, but like I'm back to a level that like where I'm, 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 I'm overly passionate about baseball again. And, and it feels really good. And that's thanks to all you guys listening. And, and it's, it's cool to see interaction and be able to make new friends and talk to people. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Yeah, thank you so much for the support. We appreciate you guys. Can't believe we get to do this. Can't believe anybody enjoys listening, but we love doing it. And we will be back. Uh, hopefully, like I said, life stuff will be easier because I won't be in Chicago running around. Uh, hopefully, My we'll life is always in, hectic. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a uh, game recap, you know, like a, a reaction episode or two up. We'll see. We'll try our best. But watch party on Tuesday, so make sure that you check out the Patreon link. Uh, like I said, in the episode description and that way you can come hang out with us. And we love you guys. Go guards. We are literally in the division series after sweeping the race. Let's fucking go. Guards up, baby. Guards up, baby. Let's fucking go.